some people, for whatever reason, it seems like they want to take simple things and make them complex. But Jesus had a way of taking complex things and making them simple. In today's, as we look at the second commandment, the commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. Remember, the, Jesus said that the whole law and prophets, it all depends on these two things, that we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that we love our neighbor as ourselves. The whole law. I mean, this Old Testament's a pretty big book. There's a lot of regulations in there. There's a lot of rules in there. What are there, 623 commandments all told? that, that I've not counted them up, but this is what Orthodox Jews tell us. There's 623 commandments in the Torah. And Jesus said it could all be reduced to two simple things. If you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, on this, everything there, everything depends on loving God. Now, it's interesting. He didn't, he, he said it depends on it because that means that all that we to do is it's got to come from a heart of love. God is love and God wants us to love and we're made in his image. So we are to be loving as God is loving. But all that we do is to come from a heart of love. In Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, Paul comments on this very same idea. He says this, Owe, no, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For this, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And if there's any other commandment, it is summed up in the saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. See, this is what we've got to understand is the law was always designed ultimately to do two things. One, to make us more and more like God, to reflect the very, the, who God is so that we would be like God. And, and secondly, then the law points out and shows us where we failed to be like God or we fall short of the glory of God, i.e. by sinning. And so there's two ways in one sense, there's two ways to become like God. One, you can keep the law and do everything the law tells us to do, and that didn't work. We fall sin. We fell short. None of us, that, that would be self-righteousness, and none, no one attains to that. Or through the grace of God, we receive the forgiveness of, of Christ, the salvation of Jesus Christ, and then we simply walk in love. If you keep, if you walk in love, you're not going to murder your neighbor. You see, this is the point. In the Old Testament, it tells us what we shouldn't do. Jesus made it simple, telling us what we should do. If you walk in love, you're not going to murder your neighbor, sleep with his wife, steal his goods, bear false witness about him, or covet his possessions. If you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you're going to, um, you're not going to worship false gods. You're not going to have false gods, worship false idols, take God's name in vain, or dishonor his, the time that you should be spending with him. You'll honor his his time, his day. And so these are all, the, the Old Testament tells us what we shouldn't do. Now, this is very, very important for us to understand. When Jesus made things really simple, he told us what we should do. See, in the Old Testament, really, was it enough if I just didn't, if I, I could hate my neighbor, but just as long as I don't murder him? 
Well, not so with Jesus. Because in the New Testament, he tells us it's not enough just to not murder the guy or just not to rob him or steal from him or lie about him. We're called to love them. We're called to love them. Remember, one of the themes we have on this group for this year is we will not be overcome by evil, but we will overcome evil with good. And how do we do that? We don't do it by remaining neutral and saying, I'm just not going to, I just won't hate you or I just won't, excuse me, I just won't kill you or rob you but rather we won't tolerate hate in our heart towards anyone and we will overcome negativity with the love of God and loving other people. So Jesus made it real simple. If you walk in love, you're fulfilling the law. Now, the scripture is important. It's not, Jesus made it really, really simple, but that doesn't mean you don't need the rest of the Bible because the rest of the Bible helps us understand what love looks like. For instance, I thought of a couple things here. I'm, uh, I'm often asked on campus, you know, is it ever appropriate to lie? Well, what if a person, you know, some woman comes running down the sidewalk and she's covered with blood and her clothes are torn and, and she says, save me, save me, he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me, and she runs off to the right. And a minute later, some guy covered in blood with a knife in his hand comes running down and says, did you see some woman come? Where did she go? Well, I don't think we're obligated to, to tell the, that fellow where she went. As a matter of fact, that's probably not wrong to say, oh, yeah, she went that way save her life. Why? Not because it's a loving thing to do. You see, that's the thing. We don't want to be Pharisees that, that, tie, that, that, that strain a gnat and swallow a camel. The goal of all the law is that we love and that we understand what love looks like. Because there's another instance I was thinking of what, you know, two teenagers sit in the backseat of a car alone by themselves some night and they say, well, you know, God just wants us to love one another. That's a recipe for disaster. Why? Because they might, because the scripture helps us understand what true love looks like, not just a feeling of infatuation or lust, but a commitment, uh, a commitment to, to be, a, as I've defined love, or as I've thought of it, a commitment to sacrifice myself for the benefit of another. And so love, we're called to love the rest of the scripture. The scripture helps us understand what love looks like. So today I want to ask you, how much... Is your life guided by, motivated, driven by love? When you think of your interactions in your family, are they really driven by love? The, to, to seek to truly benefit the other person. To seek to sacrifice of yourself for the well-being, for the growth, for the development, for the success of the other. How about in your workplace, your vocation, your career? Is it driven by love? You see, I, I would hope, I know, I would hope that whatever occupation, whatever vocation, whatever you do with hours and hours of your day, that you're able to really see how, I mean, it's fine to be paid, of course, but that you can see how what you're doing is benefiting other human beings. It's loving your fellow man. It's doing good to other people. And if all you're doing is making money and putting in time, and there's not there's not within your soul a sense that I am benefiting other human beings. I'm loving them. Then you've got hours of your day where you're not, if you're not following that second commandment, there's going to be an emptiness there. It just won't be the same. Our lives are meant to benefit and bless and serve others. And when we do that, it really is a wonderful life, right? It really is. My wife and I were talking here as we celebrated her birthday yesterday, and some number of people expressed 
very kind thoughts towards her. And she said this morning, you know, I'm reminded of the movie. It really is a wonderful life. What is a wonderful life? You saw the movie. You're, you know, you see it every Christmas. But what does it remind us? That true riches come not by what you accumulate, but by what you give. It's so hard. It's so hard to remember that, is it not? And we get inspired by that at Christmas time or whatever. And we get inspired by that when we see Jesus. We ought to get inspired by that every, every week in church. I hope you're getting inspired by that every day here on our daily word and prayer. But to remind ourselves the true riches aren't about what I receive, but what I give. True riches aren't about, is it about me, but do I live a life of love? And this is what God calls us to do. This is what God calls us to do. This is the great commandment. Jesus made it simple. Live your life loving other people. There's nothing wrong. Certainly, if you work, love people at work and you'll be compensated for it. Love people in your family. Those rewards come. Those rewards do come when you love there. Love, love the lost. As so we share the gospel, share our testimony with people. The life is not about temporary pleasure and satisfaction. It's about the good, the long-term good that comes as we love other people. This is the second great commandment. And upon these commandments depend everything. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are, you, 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 we think of First, First John chapter 4, let us love one another for love is from God and everyone who loves is born of God. We believe, Lord, that you are love. We believe, Lord, that this is your very nature. We thank you that you love us, Lord, that you didn't just abandon us, give up on us, cast us into hell. We thank you that you love us, you love people. Lord, I want to thank you that you love every single one on this live stream. You love us personally. You rejoice over us. You sent your son for us. Even while we were yet sinners, you loved us. And Father, it's our desire to be filled up with the love of God so that we might overflow and love others as you do. I pray, Father, that you would, you would help us to have true biblical love, love our neighbor, love our neighbor as ourselves. Help us, Lord, to be people who do good always. Help us to be people who are known for the good things we do, that we're, we're known that our light is shining Helps be people who bring a smile into this world. Lord, this world's so dark and there's so much depression and discouragement and, and, and people are so down. Help us, Lord, to be people who brighten up others' days. Fill us with your joy. Let it overflow through us. Help us, Father, to slow down enough in life and to be perceptive enough to perceive the needs of others and to truly help. Fill us with this type of love. Help us, Father, to see that these are treasures that we can have that will last forever as we love people, care for them, share the gospel with them, encourage them, build them up, inspire them, point them to our God, connect them to our God. Help us to see, Lord, that these are treasures and rewards that, that will last a lifetime. The physical, Lord, the material, it comes and it goes. It is enjoyable, we admit that, Lord, but it comes and it goes. But Lord, the, the, the building of a life lasts forever. And might we be people filled with the love of God who just 
invest that love into other people. In the name of Christ and in your ways, make us more like this. Make us more like Jesus, our ultimate example. You laid down your life to serve others because you were filled with love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you make the Christian life simple. And we didn't say easy, but simple. Lord, help us to always live that simplicity of love for you, pure and simple devotion to Christ and love for others. We give you this day. Use us today, Lord. Help us to walk in your path. Fill us with your joy. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Help us to be alert and tuned to any opportunity to share a word of encouragement, a word of gospel. Uh, Help us to be alert to the spiritual world in which we live today as we go about our business. Bless us. Watch over us. Surround us with favor. Use us in your purposes. Bring your goodness into our lives, we pray. And let that flow to the others we ask. In Jesus' name, we pray these things and give you glory. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Sure enjoy doing this with you and sure enjoy meeting you each day, whether you're watching live or later on during the day. Do, do, uh, we're, you're welcome and we, I love having you along. Make sure and hit that like button. Leave a comment and a like because that, that does help us get more uh, notice on people's YouTube pages, evidently. So it, it, that helps grow this channel, simply hitting that like button and so forth. So thanks for being along. Thanks for joining me. Tell your friends, post on your social media. And we'll see you tomorrow. But today, remember, walk in the love of God, receive his love, and pass it on to others. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.